Welcome to another edition of Conversations Beyond the Pew, and I am your loving to talk and and just jabber away, Reverend Kara Hildebrandt. And today you may hear a little bit of something in the background, I'm not sure. Um, we've got construction going on across the street, so if you hear any beep, beep, beeping, um, hopefully you won't. Hopefully it'll just annoy me and not you. Um on our last episode, I had the great privilege of talking with Ellen and about life and digging in the dirt and gardening and all the wisdom that that particular action holds. And so it was really quite the privilege to be able to do that. In this episode, I I had a moment this week where I was listening to a song And so the song was by a guy named Zach Williams and called Song of Deliverance. And I began to think, hmm, what about doing an episode on deliverance? We don't necessarily use that language as much anymore. Usually we talk about freedom. Um, We use that word a lot, especially, especially in the culture of the U.S. We're very concerned about freedom, our freedom. What does that freedom look like? How is my freedom mine? And how does it not impede yours? And how does your freedom not impede my freedom? And so we, we often have that conversation. But I was thinking about this word deliverance. Uh, it's, it has a lot of qualities of freedom, um, but it's, it's something somebody's like doing for you. You are be- being delivered from a particular thing. You are being liberated from something. And I couldn't help but think of all the things that I think we humans begin to really want deliverance from, right? Like maybe it could be anything from relationships from life situations, from jobs, from patterns of thought, from habits. We want deliverance from particular things. And usually we want it like right now. We're usually looking at it like, okay, if it didn't happen yesterday, then what do I have to do to get it done? Or why doesn't somebody love me? Why why is God so far away? I need to be delivered from something in particular. And it really got me to thinking about, even in the biblical text, the word deliverance isn't used very often, but it's mostly used in the Hebrew scriptures in regards to the people needing to be delivered from either the Egyptians or most prominently it's found in the book of Psalms. And in the book of Psalms, it's all about, I need to be delivered from, from an enemy, a particular people, um, from the way that things are going. There's a sense that someone is against. And so the people are needing to be delivered. And I think about that, about trying to think through what would it mean for us to actually be delivered from whatever it is, whether, you know, relationship, life situations, jobs, patterns of thought, 
habit, um, physical ailment. What does that mean? Because as we all know, there are times where we're not delivered, right? Um, maybe we have um, something physical that's happened to us or and we feel like we should be delivered from it, we want to be delivered from it, or and, and we can't in the way that we want it to be. And so that got me to thinking. Often we have a particular way that, that, that we think deliverance should happen. That for me, I would be delivered from gaining any weight every time I have a burger, a big old juicy burger and fries, that I should be delivered from gaining the weight that that's going to cause, right? We, and we think it, it should be right now. And so it, it really began to get me to thinking, is, is the deliverance that God is talking about or that we see an example of in the, the biblical text, is it really more about being delivered by a particular mind frame? A particular way of looking at the world or our problems or the way that we're approaching life that that really being delivered may not mean that our situation is going to get any better or that um, our relationships are automatically going to come easily and it's going to be like butterflies and and rainbows all around us, but instead is really thinking through how does whatever we want deliverance from, how is it controlling and ruling my life? And is there any way, any way to begin to think about it differently, to begin that it's not the only voice, it's not the only thing that dictates what I will or will not do, how I will feel about myself, how I will look at the world around, how I will react, how I will go about my day. Because all of us have things that we would like to be delivered from that... The way we want to be delivered from it, it's never going to happen. And so how do we lay that aside? How do we lay what we really want to happen? How do we lay that aside and begin to find what needs to happen? And maybe maybe it's, it's about forming new ways of speaking to ourselves or to others, Maybe it's about uh, self-reflection. Maybe it's about listening. Maybe it's about sitting quietly. Maybe it's about praying of needing help. And how does this situation, what is the deliverance that really can happen? Maybe it's having conversations with others about it. Because I'm, we don't often have those conversations even though we all seem to struggle with it, it's it's one of those things. I, I brought it up last night. I was I was talking with a friend, and and I said I'm thinking about doing this podcast on deliverance. 
And the person's eyes kind of went, really? And I said, yeah, you know, I, I think we all have things. Like if we wanted to identify, we could identify things that we immediately want to be delivered from, and it's, it's just not going to happen the way we want it to happen. So how do we then learn to cope? How do we learn to live into those things that we so desperately want deliverance from? What kind of deliverance can we have from those things? And maybe maybe it is a mindset. It's a perspective shift. Maybe it's it's thinking through, especially in context of if we're if we're drawing on the the biblical imagery, if we're if we're grounding ourselves in a faith of God and of a, the teachings of Jesus, that that there is this sense that we are never alone, and that we always have a community to walk with us. So that when we need deliverance, that it's not about shutting ourselves off, but it's about beginning to have those conversations with others. It's beginning to sense that, you know what, whatever I'm struggling with, I am not the only one out there. I am not the only one. And I don't have to give up. Like, well, I guess it's just going to always be this way, so I might as well be miserable. No, no, no. Instead, that there's a community that can walk with us and help us walk through whatever it is. I also think deliverance suggests a sense of refuge. And we really see that in the stories of Jesus where he's he's helping people, he's giving people a refuge in the sense of how they are going about their lives, that he is changing them, that he is the safe place. And so thinking of deliverance of where can we begin to take refuge? Where can we begin to get a break? Whether that's through meditation or whether it's through seeking out others. It's also a way it's also a change in the way that we go about life. That instead of seeing everything at us of as as problematic or as I can't believe I have to deal with or life is so unfair. Instead, beginning to look at it as almost like a, a golf game, which I play some and I am terrible, terrible at it. But it, you kind of, you hit the ball and maybe it goes where you want it to, maybe it doesn't. But instead of just getting angry, you go up you kind of notice where you are, and you take yet another shot. You try to change what you were doing. Maybe you move your positioning. Maybe you think about how the wind is playing in, but you maneuver yourself for the next shot. And so with deliverance, is deliverance really about a change up in our perspective a change up in how we are navigating when things come at us. Because I, I've seen this several times. When people think that life is supposed to be fair or life is supposed to be a particular way, their anxiousness and their uh, the way they go about it, they're almost more miserable about life. 
instead of taking it more in stride and saying, okay, this is what's happened, and I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to go out and take another swing at life, and let's see what happens. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. And so almost deliverance for us today is almost a deliverance of mindset. And maybe, you know, like I said, in the biblical text, you know, you get the sense of of deliverance, especially with the exodus, with the people being led out of Egypt, that they are being liberated, that they are being moved. And that is a great metaphor for our own lives of being moved from one place to another. Maybe we physically don't move, but we mentally begin to move. We begin to shift our focus. We begin to look away from the things that make us just absolutely crazy and begin to look for other things that can help us, that can be more productive in our lives. So what change? Maybe that's where I leave us today in thinking about it. What change do we need in our lives, in our mindset, in our perspective, in who we listen to, in who we surround ourselves with? What needs to change so that we begin to live into a life that is of deliverance, that we ourselves are delivered from the things that confine us, that hold us down, that we struggle with? And then how can we help someone else? How can we begin to look around us and see what are the things where people, other people are struggling where they yearn for deliverance, even if they wouldn't use that word, that there's this yearning to to be delivered from something. And how can we help that? How can we be there for that person? And sometimes it's as simple as listening to one another, and sometimes it's as difficult as standing up and taking action of figuring out new ways for the community to structure itself, new ways for the community to act, new ways for the community to engage with one another. Yet, if we're all looking for deliverance and we're all in need of it somehow, maybe we, it's time to begin. It's time to begin understanding and dissecting and trying to figure out how each of us can be delivered. May your week be full of peace and may your life, may you find that deliverance, may you be liberated to live one wonderful, wonderful life. Have a great week.